This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance DeScott. Welcome once again for another episode of the Drop Podcast. I'm your host, Lance Descott. Before we get into hockey, I hope everybody is just enjoying this Midwest weather if you're in the Midwest. Just so beautiful this time of the year. (laughs) I'm just kidding, of course. I can't believe these temperatures. I uh, went to take the little pooch out last night for his evening ritual. And um, let's just say it was very cold. Let's just say it was very cold. Over the last couple days, it was minus 3 or 4 degrees one night, wind chill 20, 25, minus it was very, very cold. But what's amazing is when it gets cold like that, the colder it gets, it just reminds me so much of playing pond hockey as a little kid and getting out there and bundling up. We did not care that it was cold. The the puck hit the ice and we, we totally forgot about it. Come home from school play from 3.30 till it was actually past dark. The pond uh, was about a three, actually it was a little lake, about a four acre lake. It was in a back part of a residential neighborhood. Houses around with some lights, so we could actually play past dark. Our parents didn't want us to, of course. It was just so much fun. It's fun playing hockey on a normal arena, but there's just something about those memories of playing pond hockey in the winter with your friends. And even sometimes guys that weren't your friends could be very competitive in that instance. It's something that you never forget. It's just not something that you can forget because it was a big part of your life. And I really do think it's cool that you see these kids, you drive by lakes and ponds out in the country and outside of the cities and you see kids out there playing hockey and it just makes you feel warm inside and makes you remember those times that you were out there as a child and you're very happy for those kids that they get that because they won't ever forget that. They won't forget the times they played hockey, of course, and organized hockey in an arena. That is fun, too. But there's just something about pond hockey. Ask any NHL or ask any AHL or ask any guy that's played hockey if his memories of pond hockey are normally more fond than his memories of organized hockey on an ice rink. And I'd be willing to bet you nine out of ten of them are going to say, oh, it had to be pond hockey or Oh, it had to be the times that my dad would uh, take me to the pond in the morning and get me some practice or memories like that. Just great, great memories to have. And all you kids out there doing it now, I I just think it's great. Don't take it for granted because someday it will end. (laughs) Trust me, and it ends very fast. So if you got a pond that's frozen, get out there, throw your skates on, shoot the puck around, even if it's just you. Skate around with the puck, practice skating backwards, practice your your cuts just practice anything you can and it'll make you a lot better enough about old memories i'm sure we've got a lot of them everybody out there in the audience playing hockey let's get to the blues game against the devils 
At the beginning of the year when the Blues played the Devils in New Jersey, I had said that the Devils were a good team and they were going to stay that way. There were a lot of people that thought, oh, it's just the beginning of the season. The Devils aren't here to stay. They're not going to compete in the Metropolitan Division. Yeah, they might make the playoffs, but they're not going to be one of the top teams in the Metropolitan. They, they just can't. Too, too many young guys, not enough experience. Uh, Corey Schneider's good, but you know he's not that great. and Just all kind of excuses. And I kept telling people, they're a good team. Well, guess what, guys? Before last night's game, they were in second place in the Metropolitan Division with 50 points and Washington at 51. And they had just lost to Washington 5-2. to two. This is a good team. They're going to play well against the Blues. And they did play well against the Blues last night. They're a fast team. They remind me a lot of the Hurricanes, young and fast. But I think the Devils have a little bit more growth with their youth. I think they're a little bit further on in their development than the Hurricanes. And it would show last night. They played the Blues very tough. They would bring in a goalie that's formerly from St. Louis. Uh, He actually played for a team under Jeff Brown, was the coach, the former Blues defenseman. And he was in goal last night, Kincaid, for the Devils. And another great young player, Tate Thompson, for the Blues, who I think has just been awesome since coming up the second time for the Blues. He looks a lot more confident. This kid's going to be a very, very good player for the Blues for years to come. And it's nice to see him develop right in front of our eyes. Well, Tage would get a great opportunity just seconds in to the first period. In fact, 32 seconds in, and he would test Kincaid, and Kincaid would have to come up with a big save. This would be nice to get a nice, easy one to start the game. Not the case. Off the faceoff, Joel Edmondson in front, and a chance down low for Tage Thompson. Stop guy, Kincaid. You can just see the growth of Tage Thompson from game to game. He's getting more confident. His shot is a great shot for a young guy. It's got like this little hesitation to it. It's it's just a great, great shot. Future's bright for this guy. And it doesn't seem like that long ago when there was another young Blues player that we thought had a great future. And I'm not saying Tage Thompson's going to be as good as this guy, but Vladimir Tarasenko, we watched him grow up in front of us and we knew he was going to be special. And he was special last night by getting the Blues on the board first, which is what we need from Tarasenko. Maybe he's going to be getting in a groove here. You don't get chosen as a top 10 pick because you're a mucker and a grinder. Now he stole it in a drive, tip, rebound, they score! Tarasenko set up by Upshaw. Good persistent work right there. And this line tag teamed it up for the game-winning goal against Carolina. Botnin with the pass, and it misses by a bunch. Great shot there by Scotty Upshaw. Upshaw forces the goalie to stretch hard to his right. Now the rebound comes down below, and before Kincaid can get that stick on, it actually bounces off his stick, and then up under the bar and in. Big goal for the Blues, getting ahead early. That's what they need to do at home. It would be Tarasenko's 17th goal of the year. Upshaw's ninth assist, 12 minutes, 48 seconds. Into the first, the Blues are up over New Jersey, one to nothing. Very good game. The Blues outshot New Jersey in the first period, 14 to five. But I think both teams played very well. But the Blues did have the edge, and they took an opportunity on a mistake by Vanton. Upshaw was able to get it, shoot, and then Tarasenko got the rebound, and the Blues go out of the first period up one to nothing. You can tell after the first period, if you watched it or listened to it, that both these goalies were playing very well, and they would continue to play well in the second period. Hutton and Kincaid would make some great saves. Our guy Davey Otto said that Gibbon scored that three-on-five goal Look against out. Toronto. Look out! And oh, Hutton got back and made a miraculous save on Coleman after he 
Murray gave it away. And now the Blues come in three on two. Oh, St. Louis, as the puck comes across, this is Steen. Able to pick up Edmondson. Redirected shot is fought off by Kincaid. Devils can't get it out initially as the Blues rifle it right back in. Second period was very similar to the first. A few good opportunities for each team, both goaltenders playing strong in net. And you know, at the beginning of the podcast, I talked about all of the youngsters on the Devils team and what a good young core that they have. Well, one of those guys is Nico Hischer, and he is a great, great young player. He looks like he's about 12, but I believe he's 19, and he would be the one to get New Jersey on the board with a beautiful goal to tie it up at one apiece. Game as well versus Washington. Centering drive by Brat all the way back. Vontanen with a shot. They score! It took a deflection in front, and with seven and a half to go on the second, the Devils tie the game. Uh, just a heads up play as that puck squirts out to Sammy Vontanen just inside the Blues blue line, and he lets her fly right away. The little half snapshot, head up, and it's deflected in front. Nice job by Jesper Brack controlling this puck, and he gets it back to Sammy Vontanen. He flicks that puck toward the net, and that is tipped up high by Nico Hischer, terrific tip as that puck's redirected past the goaltender Hutton. So with just a little over seven minutes remaining in the second period, we are tied at one. The youngster Nico Hischer gets his eighth goal. Vatnin gets his seventh assist and kind of, I guess, makes up for that mistake he made earlier on the Tarasenko goal. Bratt gets his 15th assist. 12 minutes, 36 seconds into the second. The Blues are tied one apiece with the young Devils team. The Blues after that, I thought, played very well, but so did New Jersey. You could tell this was going to be a lower-scoring game. Teams were going to get some good opportunities, but both goalies were playing very well. The Blues would get the next very good opportunity, and it would be Tage Thompson's opportunity. You guys need to go back and watch this video. He fights for the puck. He gets it along the boards. He makes it look like he's going to pass it back to Edmondson. So the New Jersey defenseman bites on it, starts heading back towards Edmondson, and he turns real quick and puts it on the net. And it went off Vladimir Sabotka's leg to get the Blues up 2-1. to one. Some pressure from Stasny. Great forecheck there. And now Thompson off the wall. Well, John Hines' squad have been playing well, but he can only look to see the great hands there of Tage Thompson. And Thompson, keep your eye on 32. We talked about him after the first period. He hunts down a puck, walks there, fakes towards the point. Oh, boy, goodness, does he ever give Kyle Palmieri the nine of hearts there. Looks one way, takes it the other way. Now he's got a little wrist shot. And he gets a lot on this, turning the wrist over and beating the goaltender high over the glove. Great shot there by Tage Thompson. Big goal for the Blues to go ahead in the second period with just a little bit left. They, I think they really needed that going into the third. They were outshot in the second period, 9-6 to six by the Devils. The Devils had several more opportunities, but just were not able to capitalize, and the Blues were able to capitalize. That would be Sabotka's eighth goal. Thompson, through hard, hard work, gets his first assist. Stasny gets his 19th assist. 18 minutes, 8 seconds into the second. The Blues are ahead 2-1. to one. So you're wondering what's going to happen in the third. The Devils would get a power play early in the third period. And Taylor Hall, one of the fastest players on that team, if not the fastest player on the team, would put it past Carter Hutton and tie this game up at two each early in the third. Successful 45 of the last 48 times they've attempted to kill. Off the faceoff. Butcher with a shot. Hit the post. 
WJ Barnabas Health, and it is a successful one. Devils make short work of this power play to tie this hockey game up. Heads up play from Taylor Hall. I couldn't believe they didn't score earlier on a couple of shots. Nice little fake from Butcher, and then the rebound from Kyle Palmieri. He was on his back end. I thought that was going to go in. He fired it wide. One more look at it. Here's a nice little heads up fake off the post. Kyle Palmieri missed the rebound off the end boards, and Taylor Hall from a sharp angle banks it in off the goaltender Carter Hutton. Taylor Hall really paid attention to what he was doing. After the first shot, Hutton did not know where that puck was. Hall was a little bit behind the net, shot it off the side of Carter Hutton, went right back in the goal, and we are tied it to each. That goal by Hall would be his 13th of the year. Paul Mary gets his 8th assist. Butcher gets his 22nd assist. A minute 17 into the third power play goal, New Jersey. We are tied at two apiece. And that's the way the third period would end. New Jersey outshot the Blues in that period, seven to six. We're going into overtime. I thought both teams had some great opportunities. The best opportunity had to be by New Jersey. I don't know how Carter Hutton made this save on Marcus Johansson. I just don't. He made the first initial save and then the second one, I don't know how he slid back over to get that pad in place to stop it. They would review it because New Jersey thought they had scored, but they hadn't. And the Blues held on to go to a shootout due to this big save. In my mind, the best I've seen this year from Carter Hutton. Pat save by Kincaid and off his pad, and he sure is away. The rookie in on goal, and off the goal post. Rebound, unbelievable save at the goal line that may have been in. I don't know, it was very close. <laughs> Holy jumping. The if Devils he kept think they scored. Out of the net, it is brilliant. They say no goal, but you can be sure they'll review this. He's sure in all alone, and he has had a great game. And he comes in all alone, he goes to the stick side, off the pipe, off the back end. Now he dives back to his left here. Oh, are you kidding me? Oh, he keeps us out of the net. The save of the year. I don't care what anybody says. I've watched a lot of games this year. That's got to be number one. Maybe number two, but that's the worst is number two. I don't know how Carter Hutton got back over. If you're a goalie and watch this, you're thinking to yourself that, how the hell did he get back over and push off that right skate and be able to get that far over? He's got some powerful legs to be able to do that. I'm telling you, it was amazing. The Blues go to a shootout, and New Jersey was unable to score against Carter Hutton. Two big saves. I, Carter Hutton is, was the star of this game, most definitely. To become the star of the game, the Blues also had to put some pucks behind Kincaid, and they did in a shootout. The first would be from Shin, and the second would be from Vladi Tarasenko. 21% in his career. Shen against Kincaid. Here he comes. I don't know how he does that. I mean, he just goes down the left side, pulls it back into his feet, and watch the glove side of Kincaid. And it cleanly beats him over the pad, underneath the glove, and in the net. That's a great shot. He takes it off the toe, Darren, and yep. the goalie, it looks like he can't read it. Could give the Blues a 2-0 lead in the shootout. And he comes in with lots of speed. And he waits and he scores! Well, he made that look easy. Came back to the other side. The right side brought it back into the middle of the ice. And again, focus on the glove. 
and he just rips it right over the glove and in the net. A great game for the Blues. They just played well, complete, a complete game. Defensively, offensively, you know, yeah, it was only 2-2, to and then they, they won in the shootout, but a win's a win. This is a very good New Jersey team. Like I said, they're in second place in the Metropolitan Division. They're a very good team. The Blues can hold their head high after this win. It's a huge win for them, and it's their second in a row. A nice winning streak to start. They'll be playing the Golden Knights on Thursday at home. Let's go over the stats of the game before we get into the post-game interviews. Shots on goal, 26 for New Jersey, 29 for the Blues. Faceoffs pretty even, 48% for New Jersey, 52% for the Blues. Power plays, one for two for the Devils. That was that power play goal by Taylor Hall to tie it up. The Blues were 0 for 4. Their power play continues to struggle. Penalty minutes, not a lot in this game. New Jersey had 8. The Blues had 4. Hits pretty even. New Jersey had 20. The Blues had 19. Shots blocked were even 13 apiece. Giveaways, New Jersey had 6. And the Blues had 8. Let's go ahead and get to that post-game interview where we're going to hear from definitely the number one star of the game, Carter Hutton, and the number two star, Vladdy Tarasenko, and of course, Coach Mike on this big win against a very good young New Jersey Devils team. Yeah, pretty much. You know, you, uh, he sure is it, I think I has to pronounce it there. Made a pretty quick move, you know, right to his forehand off the post, and then I knew it went like back, so I wasn't sure, and then I, I kind of reached behind me, and I just kind of was able to pick it up, and I don't know if I got my right skate kind of back in the net, and then just was able to get my left leg around, and luckily he didn't roof it, and I was able to get the pad on it. You probably got a little list in your head of your favorite saves of all time, or does that one rank? Yeah, that one's up there. Uh, that, was a, that was a good one. You know, just in the moment, right? I Another tough game for me. It's just like one of those ones where, you know, not a lot of action, and, you know, playing back-to-backs, you know, trying to play with jump, and... And then I thought, you know, I, I didn't really like that power play goal that I gave up. I just kind of lost it. It went off the post, and then, you know, you get out of sorts there. I think me and Bo kind of got tangled up, and, you know, it's in the net. But we get a get a big break on the offside. Um, you know, that just is it Jesper Bratt just takes a knuckle puck, like, top corner, like a perfect shot, and it's called back. You know, it kind of changes the tide of the game. And then from there, we, uh, you know, I, I thought we did a really good job tonight. And then in overtime, I thought that's when I was called upon, and I was able to uh, compete and, and get it to a shootout. And, and then from there, our, our big guys uh, iced it. When they're reviewing that, that, that goal or, you, or, or that non-goal, I mean, are you pretty confident that you had you got the uh, pads? To, to oh, yeah, I knew I, Yeah, I knew that one. I, I wasn't sure on the offside one, but, yeah, I knew that I, uh, I had had it. Um, but there's always that doubt in your mind, I guess. I thought I had it, and then once I saw the one replay, you knew it was good. And, and then from there, you're just trying to stay focused, right? Because everyone's, like, so pumped, and guys are coming over, and crowd's going nuts. So for me, I just try to, like, move on and, and just refocus because, you know, they still had a couple chances after that. What I know is you this? guys are limber, but how, how did you get over for that? that oh, just a lot of, lot of stretching, <laughs> pliable, you know, <laughs> just try to... Just try to compete. I don't know. It's just one of those ones. It's instincts. You know, you, you you practice, you play so hard for so long, and that's just something that's kind of wired in our DNA is to compete on every puck, and, you know, it kind of paid off there. What is the speed like for you? I mean, we're watching. It's a blink of an eye. For you, is it fast? Does it slow down into slow-mo? Is it just normal? What, what's it like from your vantage as you're going through it? Yeah, you know, sometimes, like, tonight, that like that's definitely a fast play, you know, because it gets, you lose tracking on the puck. Sometimes when you're you're locked in and you're seeing the puck in front of you, things are kind of moving slow because you're so used to it. But, you know, that one, when you lose the puck, it's just kind of that late connection and was able to just reach around. And uh, But, yeah, it's, it's a quick game. Some nights it seems quicker than others. Some nights the thing looks like a BB, and some nights it looks like a beach ball. It's easy to save. and uh, But, you know, it's one of those ones we kind of, we work so hard in practice at tracking and, and staying on pucks and competing on rebounds, and you know it's one that just kind of becomes instinctual. So How about Pete? 
Oh, I was just going to ask you about the, the two shootout saves. Just what, what did you see there? From yeah, you know, Hall's a really good shooter. Uh, you know, obviously Palmieri too. Uh, Hall likes to come with speed there and kind of slows down. I, we do a little scouting beforehand. He, he likes to go to the blocker side. So I was thinking a little more blocker. I think he almost tried to go five hole and was able just to close it up. And for me, I'm just trying to gap my speed with his. Um, as he slows down, I slow down and, and be aggressive. And I think when I'm aggressive, I'm, I'm at the advantage when it comes to a breakaway because I, I feel that I'm pretty quick on my feet. So kind of an understatement, you rewarded Mike for his confidence in you? Yeah, you know, that's... Uh, uh, you know, we have a good relationship, Mike and I, and uh, the team. And you know, I, I don't think it's—it's it's just we have—we have two guys that have to play. It's 82 games, and you know, tonight was—you know—this week I, I get two in a row, and you know, who knows? It's just the way it goes. You know, there's going to be ups, there's going to be downs, there's going to be times when he's playing, I'm playing, and you know, that's what it takes. You need two good goalies going to uh, compete, and and I, I think the biggest thing is this team is—we're playing well, and we've kind of been—you know—beating the dead horse, saying we're happy with our game. It's just been closing out, and you know, we're finding a way to do that right now. Do or just does instinct take over? Uh, I think every player got a couple moves, so just try to do something new and uh, you know play off the goalie and it's good as going. Like when you see Carter make that save like that in overtime and the way he played throughout the game, you feel like you got to try to get that extra point for him. Especially. Yeah, I just feel like we can lose today, and you know we, sometimes you need to fight for someone, and when he makes save like this, it just uh, you know on us to win the game. Your goal was that just kind of reactionary? Or did you sense the puck maybe coming out to you and you were ready to flip it back in? What on the first goal? Just the uh, you know, might be make a nice read and uh, just a rebound off the board. So it's uh, uh, we have a lot of chances to, and we need to you know uh, keep playing better and more consistently. And uh, I think we give up in the second a little bit, but overall, I think we played a good game. Sean Farrell is in charge of the replay. Sean Farrell and made a good call. The goal that got overturned, maybe Sean player of the game? Yeah, but uh, I go with Hatsi anyway. So uh, <laughs> uh, it's a really good call, and uh, especially when you get penalty after. And, you know, it's good they can see this uh, stuff from upstairs. Glad you guys just, no, just kind of finding ways to win here a little bit. Uh, you went through a tough stretch there, obviously, and now starting to pick your play up, do you feel? I'm not going to win every game. and. Uh, you know, everyone of us can play better and uh, can do more on the ice. And we just try to, uh, you know, uh, start like started from a clean, clean page and uh, try to win. Uh, not thinking too uh, long away, just win every every game. And uh, you know, today we can celebrate. Tomorrow is a new day and new game coming. They need to give out a couple first stars tonight. That's for sure. Uh, tough call. It's tough for uh, for Sean. Um, you're sitting there in the coach's office, and that one was close. And uh, and probably the game's on the line. You know, not just not just if it counts, but obviously the penalty uh, following it. If if you get it wrong, um, but uh, he stuck his neck out there and and uh, did a great job helping us get the win. So, so is that something where he said, "Coach, you may you may want to look"? Yeah, no. He, I mean, he he's he's on it all the time. So. Uh, um, you know, long story short, you know he he's he's ahead of it, um, and uh, and so when the puck goes in, he's 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 already looked at it, and he's um, you know he's radioing in to us, uh, you know, basically what we should do. And uh, you know what, it, he was. I, I kept asking, "Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure?" And I I gave him a, a chance to change his mind, but uh, I, I'm glad that he didn't. Uh, he, you know, again, it was close. It was really close, but um, but a great job by him. So Hutz okay was great. I thought he played his best when the game was on the line. Uh, you know, overtime was tough for us. 
that's the best team I think that I've seen in, in overtime, the way that they played and their speed. Uh, kind of waiting for somebody to call too many men on the ice penalty. It seems like we couldn't couldn't uh, couldn't grab the puck, but uh, but Hutz was there uh, and had an answer for it every time. Well, it starts yeah, it starts with the with the puck, but again, it, it's something that we probably need to talk about a little bit more. Um, but uh, you know, usually I think we're pretty good in those situations. But um, but again, that that was a credit to them the the way that they're changing, the way that they're controlling the puck, the way that they're using the whole ice. Um, they controlled things very well. I think so. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I think so. I, you know, and, and it's certainly easy to rally around, uh, you know, a goalie when he's playing playing at that level. When still though, and you take nothing for granted, but when your first two shooters in a shootout are Shannon and Tarasenko, you got to like that. Yeah, those guys. Uh, obviously, we've had a couple of those now where they've gone out and they've 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 gotten the job done for us. So uh, um, you know, that's uh, absolutely it's big for you. Um, and uh, shootouts are always they're always a little nerve wracking, but um, but you feel a little bit better when you got some of the some of the guys stepping over the boards that we do. It kind of takes the coaching out of it, right? You're kind of helpless over there during shootout. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a very good shooter, and and I can't play goal. So um, all we can do is is keep putting good players out there, and and uh, and you know again hope that the goalies do their job and the shooters do theirs. But uh, our guys have been good at that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that I think I would have liked to have seen a little more killer instinct. I thought we got soft with the puck, and and it fueled their speed. And uh, you know, I, I think that the way that we were, uh, you know, and, and we played a pretty good game. Like, don't get me wrong, um, but I, I think that you know what we did, the way that we were coming out, we were, we were aggressive, we were firm, um, we were in their face. And then I thought that the way that we handled the puck, uh, you know, for a large part of the second period really gave them a sense that, that the game was there, and I thought we gave them a chance to build their game. Um, so, you know, something we have to talk about and, and, and try to make sure that we're better at uh, come Thursday. Oh, we had we had some pretty good looks tonight. Uh, I thought their goalie played well. Uh, you know, I, I think that there was some times where, you know, we didn't necessarily get our best shot off. Uh, but I, again, I think that their goalie played well and we we, we definitely had some good looks. When, and what I like is that the looks that we got, um, they came when we were doing the things that we need to do. That's when we're that's when we're a dangerous team offensively. That's how we create um, and that's how we're a tough team to play against. So we just need to do more of that. So the Blues end the year on a high note with a 3-2 to two win, and they begin the year on a high note with a 3-2 to two win. I think they played good in the Dallas game. It's just a couple mistakes cost them. That bad penalty call cost them when there should have been two penalties called. But we're going to move past that. Look at the positive. Two wins against two young, fast teams. I think the Devils are a much better team than the Hurricanes, and you could see it last night when the Blues did get a little soft. The Devils' speed really showed up. So the Blues get a big win, as I said, against a very good Devils team. And this Devils team is here to stay. It ain't going to get easier for the Blues. They're going to have to play even better against the Golden Knights on Thursday. The Golden Knights have just been playing like crazy. We know all the goalie problems they had at the beginning of the year. We know David Perron's on the team. They've got James Neal. They've got Carlson. They've got so many good players. It's going to be a perfect game for the Blues to win this game. Or maybe the Golden Knights will have a down night. I don't know. But if you can get down to the arena, definitely get down there. 
to see the Blues and Golden Knights. I'm sure it's going to be a fun atmosphere. This will be the first time the Golden Knights will be in St. Louis. So I would imagine it's going to be hard to get tickets. But if you can get some, definitely get down there. I think we're going to be continuing to play better. I, I just see an improvement of the last four games. Whether they'll beat the Golden Knights, I don't know. If they play their best game, they can beat the Golden Knights. Any team can beat any team on any given night. Thanks for joining me for this game recap. The Blues versus the New Jersey Devils. The 3-2 win for the Blues. Until next time, this has been The Drop. Let's go Blues. This has been The Drop Podcast. Don't forget to visit our website, www.droppodcast.com, where you can subscribe to our show and download current and past episodes from iTunes, Stitcher.com, and Google Play. You can follow The Drop on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. For more information about lineupmedia.fm or The Drop Podcast, email us at info at lineupmediagroup.com, theofficialdrop at gmail.com, or lanced at droppodcast.com. Until next time, let's go blues. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.